Blog Talk Radio. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up and get the hand. You're live in the coop with the Christian comedy chicks. I'm Jessica Ramirez. Ramirez. And I am Laura Mae Pore. <laughs> oh, my friend. I'm trying to hit the Keurig <laughs> button. And I can, my mouth isn't even working. But you know what? I'm going to hit it right now. You guys, this is the Keurig button. He's in the restroom or anything. You know how it is. Oh, the sound of Drum roll. She's old, too. I only had to hit my power button because I had half a pot of coffee from yesterday. And I'm not a waster, so I was like, hey, so look, I don't even have to change the coffee filter. Power on. Then it takes, you know, 45 minutes for it to actually heat up. But that's okay. It's okay. I finally got there. So. It's still good. I mean, it's not like there was any milk in it. It's still fresh. Talking cocoa beans. Beans, <laughs> people. They last. All right? Yes. You know where that's that? That's where that old peace porridge hot, peace porridge cold, peace porridge in the pot, nine days old. That's actually where that came from. I was reading this really cool little article the other day about um, where these different sayings that we have come from. And so that little peace porridge hot, peace porridge cold was because they would go, you know, poor, poverty-stricken, and actually just sometimes mainline, you know, pioneer people, they would have something in the pot, the kettle over the fire, and then, you know, like each day they would just kind of add some more to it. So then you're at like day seven, eight, nine. There's probably still some beans that have been floating around for, you know, a good few days, maybe a week, um, because they just would add to it and add to it and add to it daily as they could. And so I'm and thinking. Genius. I mean, the fire was still on, right? I mean, it's like I kept my stove, yeah. my stove on low. You know, I mean, you keep it on low. It's like a crock pot that never ends for nine days. We're right. constantly at a nice temperature that's killing bacteria. And we're still adding stuff. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Peach porridge. Awesome. Peach porridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's a book. That's a book. Peach porridge. Awesome. <laughs> Peach porridge. Awesome. Guys, we're talking about books today. <laughs> we are. Oh, my God. Oh, my no, word. I, seriously, I love when we get epiphanies here. Oh, my God. My first sip of coffee. Wait for it. Hold on. Okay. Hey, I'm going to do it at the same time. Okay. Oh. Take that coffee. Everybody take a coffee sip. Hold Yum. On. Mm. I have a pumpkin spice creamer. Down. Oh. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's maybe almost Christmas. I'm still rocking my pumpkin spice, but that's because it was a lot cheaper. I'm a frugal girl. And if I got, like, the bucket storage, of guys. pumpkin spice creamer, it was about the same price as the small refrigerator-friendly one. So I was like, why would I not just get a bucket? So I did. And I'm still, it's you know, nine days till Christmas. Is it? Six? Seven? I don't know. I'm not counting because, yeah, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but I'm still rocking my pumpkin creamer. You know, I love how and at any given moment, any given notice, Laura, oh, you always have like a gallon of something. I was talking about coconut oil this morning. I was like, oh, man, I'd love to come borrow some coconut oil. And you're like, yeah, don't worry. I got a big bucket of it. You always got a big bucket of it. With five kids, <laughs> Laura's got buckets of everything. Guys, I got a bucket of that. What do you need? I got a bucket of it. Peach porridge? <laughs> bucket. <laughs> I do. Lentils. I have a bucket of lentils. You know why? Because the dollar cart at the grocery store was rocking. They were, you know, I live up in the country, so they can't really sell too much. There's not a high demand for organic, right? We all want our fake food and Twinkies out here. So we don't want anything non-processed. So they, this grocery store had decided to carry an organic line, and then they quickly realized, okay, this is not selling. So they mark it all down, throw it in the discount cart, and then they're like, oh, here comes Laura. Awesome. The cart will be empty. So I bought up 
bags and bags and bags of beans because I figure those never go bad, right? We can have apocalypse, mm-hmm. and I still have my beans. And yes, so I have, I think I have like nine bags. Do you know how long that'll last? Because they, they sort of expand when they cook. I have like nine bags of northern beans, organic. I have nine bags of lentil beans, totally organic. Um, I haven't cooked any of them yet. I'm a little, you know, like I'll wait yes, until wait the, the apocalypse to need those. Exactly. But, yeah, that's how oh, I get my buckets sorry. is because I wait until they go to clear out a bunch of stuff, and then they just mark it way down. I'm like, yep, I'll take it, me and my small army over here. I love it. Man, you're prepared. You're prepared for everything. It's peach porridge. Okay, here's the best. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, okay, we're talking about glimpses of grace, right? It seems like every time every time I pray before I go to the grocery store, I'm like, okay, God, so I really, oh, you know what I need, and you know what I've got in my wallet? So those two don't match. <laughs> Help me out a little bit. And so I went down there one day, ah, and the guy in the produce section, he says, he's like, hey, Laura, you got a whole bunch of people at your house, right? I'm like, well, yeah, five kids. That's a whole bunch, I guess. Yes. Um, he goes, look, I got all these bananas, and they came in ripe. Well, I can't put them out ripe. I mean, I'm supposed to get them green. I don't know why they shipped them ripe. He goes, you want a whole box? I'll give you a whole box. Each of the bunches, 25 cents, 25 cents a bunch. What? I said, are you serious? How many bunches are even in a banana box? I've only ever used banana boxes to move. <laughs> I didn't know how many actually bananas come in a banana box. So we counted, and I think there were like 16 bunches. Because long story short, I paid $4 for an entire box of bananas. So I brought it home, and I'm like, okay, Lord, how do I how do I use this blessing wisely? And so we put them in a bunch of freezer bags. And my kids have been eating yeah. like frozen banana popsicles for the last few weeks because for four bucks I get this Ugh. box of bananas. So that's why I have everything in buckets because people are like, oh, there's that lady with the small orphanage. Go get her. She'll buy everything um, because they mark it down. <laughs> I even had him, the guy who works in the produce or in the uh, deli section, he goes, hey, Laura, Laura. So I got this big box, like this jumbo pack of hot dogs. He goes, you know, and I want to mark it down, but I don't know if anybody's even going to buy it. If I put 99 cents on it, will you take it home? I was like, will I take it home? Does a dog bark? Yes, please. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that's how I get you know all of what? my buckets. First of all, I love every second of this because, number one, you're prepared. <laughs> number two, you know, when we joke about glimpses of grace, you know, the reason it's glimpses is because most of the time we have blinders on. Like, we don't see things. You know what I mean? You walk with your head down. Mm-hmm. You really do. I mean, I do it a lot. You know what I mean? You don't really notice it. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be glimpses. I mean, if you kept your blinders off completely you know, and just really looked around, and that's what I love about you, Laura. It's more than just glimpses for you. It's like big, you know, sunroom rays of grace. Preach, Gideon. He knows them. He knows them. <laughs> but I mean, because you appreciate that. So, some might look at it, that situation and be like, "Oh man, you know what I mean? I've got you know hot dogs. I got to roll out with." I mean, and it can get really depressing. I mean, again, blinders looking down. This is where you notice your glimpse of grace, right? You look up and you're like, "What? We're eating? Yeah." <laughs> I mean, Here's what I'm thinking. If God is going awesome. to mark down hot dogs for me, I pray. You know, he's praying, Dear Jesus, thank you for the food. Bless you to our bodies. I'm like, Lord, could you supernaturally insert some extra vitamins, seeing as you did provide these specific hot dogs here? <laughs> could you possibly insert a little nutritional quality into them before we consume them? That would be fantastic. Amen. Yes, you know, God, the loaves and the fishes, people. Loaves <laughs> and fishes. Okay, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to even flip it. I'm going to flip it from funny, lighthearted to, like, seriousness. On the serious town. Are you ready? Girl. I'm flipping this thing. Here we I go. I am ready. Laura and I, you were talking about this. You know, guys, we're writing a book. All right, you know, we're writing a book. All right, we do things like that, book tours. I don't know what's happening. The point is, we're writing <laughs> it. I think we're going to call it Glimpses of Grace. And the reason it's still, it's, let's just put it out there because they never listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I'm just saying. This will be the one time. This will be the one time. Feel the fate. Before likes, Mike's going to be like, four likes. I love it. I want to comment on it. What? You're a comment. Anyway, so. You know, I know about somebody's Facebook wall. Just had to share. No. Oh, my God. Tag Mike. Tag Wayne. Okay, I'm names. Now I'm using names. Tonight, I can't even protect the innocent. Listen, guys. Mike and Fane. Mike and Fane, okay, to protect the innocent. But we're talking about husbands and because we're laughing. I mean, we're glimpses of grace when you're married for as long as we've been married. You know what I mean? It, sometimes your glimpse of grace is like when they apologize. You know, you'll know those days when like a comet is flying through the sky. But the, those little glimpses of grace that you get in these moments that are hard, and marriage is hard. I mean, we laugh together. Yeah. Sometimes we cry, we cry a lot. We cry a lot together. But we laugh. <laughs> and if you're, if you're married, if you're in a relationship, or I mean, any of these types of things, these glimpses of grace that you get are almost reflected on how much you, you know, give them. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Laura and I are talking about this. I mean, in a world where, I mean, would a jury find me not guilty in some of these cases? I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, was the hammer, was it flying? I don't know what was happening with the hammer. First of all, I was hammering something in the wall, you know, jury. Right. I mean, but what, really what we're entitled to is my point. And what, and what God says to give. You know, God, you know, being, listen, there is no jury. You know, Jesus died on the cross so that you guys don't have to be, you know, fair on fair on paper. You know, we always want to be fair on fair. You know what I mean? I make sure that's 50 50. I did this, you did that. And what if we live you know, in that this world where you got these. Yeah, I know. You want it to. I mean, I'm like this, gosh, we're really in a deficit here. It's really kind of sad. But these You know what? Oh, that, Epiphany, you know, can you imagine oh, go, go. if, okay, if relationships were supposed to be 50 50, can you imagine? If God said, all right, I'll give you 50, you give me 50. Oh, sorry, mm. Guys, whoopsie. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I that. am I suddenly thankful that relationships are not 50-50 because when you say, oh, it's 100-100, you know, we both have to give 100. We're like, yeah, but I've given 100 a whole bunch of times. Um, I'm really glad that God doesn't take a day off from giving 100% of him because oh. I need 100% of God on some days. I'm telling you, and you, you and me both. 50. We need 100% of the grace that God is willing to bestow. And I can't imagine if he's like, ah, you know, how about you give me half today? I'll give you half. <gasps> Icky thought. Yeah, and you know, and we say that because we're not perfect. And we're, Laura and I, listen, guys, Christian Comedy Chick, we're openly admitting how imperfect we are. We're actually kind of proud of it in a little bit. But I mean, <laughs> you know, there's got to be, okay, maybe there is this relationship out there that is, is awesome and it's cool and it's everyday. And I think that is, is really good. You know, when we get to heaven, we'll be just like that. But here, in most cases, it is really difficult. You know, and these glimpses of grace that you get, you know, are just, you got to take them in like the hot dog. You know what I mean? you got to like, it's almost like, okay, yeah, hot dog's on sale. Let's snatch them up. The same with that grace. And then giving it out. Man, I tell you what, if I could just give one, one billionth of the grace that I'm able to get, even with my kids. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When it's, and he has recently started calling me. Okay, you know how sometimes you hate, you have a, you have a set that you did uh, in I think it was in Texas, and it's like, mom, 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 like the water dripping, like yeah. torture chamber. And it's a tone. So they give a my youngest, tone. makes you crazy. Sir Gideon has decided that mom is not good enough, and he, in his little British heritage, which is non-existent, he's like, mom, 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 literally, no, darling, just one darling, is enough. Darling. One is brutal some days. You don't need to double it up. He's like, mom, 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 mom. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> and right on cue. <laughs> My glimpse of grace is when I look at him and 
I go, someday you will be married, and someday you will have a dirty high chair to clean up, and someday you will have to clean up the diaper that I just cleaned up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. Can I just say right now that if you're listening and if you're a mom right now, during the time, like, oh, my gosh, I love stopping and laughing. And I don't do it often enough, and I wish I did. Sometimes I'm so quick to, like, get frustrated. You know what? I always think that you never get frustrated. I don't know why. Like, I always see, like, you always laughing and being cool about stuff. No? Okay. Oh, my word. I always my cool. I lose my cool. I mean, I love that we stop and laugh. Gideon, I can't even hear. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Please, I'm trying to listen. Okay, that's, okay, another epiphany. That's how I feel with God sometimes. I'm like, God, I'm trying to hear you. I'm trying. I'm trying, and there's so much noise around me. I can't even hear your precious words. He's more like, just just stop talking. Just stop talking, Jessica. That's what he's saying. Okay, so what were you going to say? No, honestly, no. I'm, let, no, I'm going to let Gideon have a couple minutes here, guys, because you know what? It's our show, and we're producers. Go for it. Put the phone with you. Let's see what he okay, does. Okay, and then Let's he's bipolar, go. and then he's like, he must have heard you say that, and he's like, yeah! Listen here, mister! Give that little phone to that little rascal. Hey, oh, hey do you want Okay, and here's more of my imperfections. Broadcast on air nationally and internationally. Um, buddy, you want Internationally, guys. Okay, well we're gonna. I we're just. I just bought five minutes of quiet. Unless he bites on the sucker, and then it's about thirty seconds. But I just bought us about three minutes. So yay, we sucker. Not all. Not all. Pick one. Okay, there you go. Okay, go for it. Spiritual application better happen like now because he's got a sucker. Father, thank you for the time. <laughs> thank you for thank you for suckers. Thank you for sixty seconds, which is all a mom ever needs, which is a glimpse. Give everyone that's listening, Father, a glimpse of your glory and your grace today, which is awesome. Thank you for our friends. Thank you for laughter. Thank you for tears. Thank you for Christmas this Christmas season, Father. I just pray a blessing over everyone to realize that, you know what, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, it is not about what is in a box under your tree. I promise you. And I'm speaking from experience because, guys, we have zero one for dollars for what have you. And I'm saying I'm, I'm in joy right now. I'm in joy because God has given me joy. And he's giving my family, he's giving me beautiful friends. If you are listening, he's giving me your ear for this time to laugh and to share our world with you. And these are blessings beyond measure, I promise. And so take joy in that, that you are not alone in the hot dog, in the broke world. You're also not alone <laughs> in the fact that you can have joy too. Bless Gideon today, Father. Thank you for his personality, which is absolutely on cue and on point at every moment. Bless <laughs> maybe two suckers. Maybe he just deserves an extra sucker. That's all I'm trying to say. And bless Lord today, Father. Give her abundance. And, Father, I lift up our husbands to you, and I ask yes. you to bless them. And anyone that's listening, Father, and uh, that's married, I lift their husband up to you, Father, and help us to be, you know, wives that uh, want to stab less and pray more. Can I say that? I just did. That just want to <laughs> pray for them more. So, Father, I pray that you would bless them and keep them, and we love them, God. Thank you for the gift that they are to us. And uh, I ask all these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, and pray pray for your spouses. I am guilty yeah. of not praying enough for my spouse, and I will admit that right now. You know, Jessica says, we're so imperfect, and, you know, we're proud of it. Here's what I'm proud of. I am, I'm not necessarily <laughs> proud of my imperfections, per se. Yeah, but I know. I said that what I am proud of sorry. is that God has given me the ability to take the mask off, and for so many yeah. years, 
I lived like I thought we were supposed to as Christians, where you're just supposed to act like everything in your life is good because then that's why other people are going to want Jesus because they're going to see your life and see that everything's great, and then they'll want Jesus, and then their life will be great. And I was like, wait, but I have Mm-mm. Jesus, and my life isn't great all the time. And I realized, I had told somebody, even recently, I said, you know, I thought my testimony was in um, how okay everything was. And I said, and I have found that that is absolutely not true. What I want my testimony to be from here and now until the day that I die is in, in the midst of the muck and in the midst of the middle of everything not being okay that God held me. Because the fact is, Mm. life is going to keep happening all around us, and it's going to happen to the saved and the unsaved. It's going to happen to those who believe there is a God and those who will never believe in God. Trial is going to happen to all of us. But I am held in the middle, and I want others around me to know, hey, I'm in the same storm as you, but I have a peace, and I'm being held. And my pastor where we're going to church now, gave a beautiful illustration. And I, I hope I didn't share this last week. If I did, that's okay, because maybe we have a new listener who needs to hear it. But he no, said, you know, we Christians are no week. better. Okay. Christians are no better than anyone else. We are all beggars. He said, the difference is we are beggars who know where the bread is. And I love that because it puts us all on the same playing field. And you know what? We're all homeless. We're all beggars. We're all in need of sustenance, and we're all in need of a Savior. And that's it. That's as simple as it is. You don't have to prove that your life is any better than anybody else's. And what I love about us is that we share our stories. And sometimes there's a tinge of maybe a little guilt and a little shame and a little (laughs) embarrassment. Uh, I remember Mm, stories that I've shared that are coming back to my mind. I'm like, I cannot believe you said that. It's forever on iTunes. Yikes. I know. But those, those are the shows where people write in the most and say, you know, I just needed, I needed today to to know that I wasn't alone. And so in that, we'll tell you, Glimpses of Grace is a book that we are writing because we don't see the whole picture yet. And because we want so badly to see the picture, and yet continually, day after day, God only gives us these tiny little peaks and says, hey, I'm still here. Here's a taste of what's coming. Hey, I'm still here. Here's a glimpse of what's coming. And we are living through the glimpses. Um, It's tough. It's so, so tough. But it's a beautiful place to be. Because when he gives those glimpses, like you were saying, Jessica, it's, it's not about having it all in front of you. It's being thankful for what you, for that one thing that you do have in front of you. You don't need to see the whole picture. You don't need to know the whole story. And that's why I love glimpses because so many of us are on that journey. We just need one little ounce of hope and one little spark of a blessing and one little, just a little taste of victory, enough to get us through and the you know day what? or even through the next hour. And they're like, I'll take the next five minutes. It'll be awesome. God, you know. Right. But the, bl- the blinders that I talk about, I mean, seriously, I feel like, you know, the horse, when he goes down, they put the blinders on so they can't see so he doesn't get scared. Anyway, the, it's the same principle with these glimpses of, of grace. I mean, it's there. But the enemy's just right there to put the blinders on you. So like right when you're seeing grace, you know, I don't know why I like this hot dog scenario so much, but I do, people, okay? You know, hot dogs, they're on sale. You know, if you're looking at, at the grace that God has given you, if you're looking at the, the true blessings that he's giving you, really looking at them, you know, instead the enemy comes in, he's like, oh, what are you eating this for? What are you doing that for? Why are you liking this? For? All these things, he puts, tries to put the blinders up on your eyes and you can't see these things. That's why I'm saying glimpses. Like we have way more than just a glimpse. 
if we can just continually refuse to put the blinders on, refuse to hear that negative voice that says all the things that like, oh, well, this is why you shouldn't feel that way. This is why this is not a blessing to you. This is why that's not grace to you. Because, I mean, if you're breathing right now, right. oxygen's still in your lungs. You know, if you have even the grace or the ability to move your arms and your fingers right now, if you can go to the bathroom by yourself, I mean, Amen. That's Amen a, to that's no catheter. Like the blinders. I mean, th- those are, if you can't see those on a daily basis, the, those blinders that are up, I mean, then it's hard to see even the bigger things that God's trying to shine in your life, the family, your health. You know, if you hate that person in your life, they're still in your life for the reason, because when they pass, you don't have that opportunity to say, listen, or grant grace to them, give them that glimpse of grace. I mean, all these things are right here in front of you, and God has them right, you know, right for you. And, you know, when Laura and I talk about being imperfect, I thought of my skin. <laughs> okay, this is why. My skin, I look at other people's skin, their facial skin, what have you. Maybe they exfoliate. Maybe they can afford the proactive. I don't know what the situation is. Maybe they don't drink as much coffee. Maybe they wash their face better. The point is, my skin <laughs> is Ooh, really, it's, you know, it's always been oily, and I have my acne, my chin area, what have you. You know, I mean, yeah, I could put on the makeup, the concealer, I could, you know, the right little app will take that blemish right off. The point is, <laughs> filter. I love, love filters. <laughs> filters, guys. Yes, I'm on Tithia. I look amazing. Okay? But, you know, <laughs> being able to take our makeup off and, and see each other and, you know, and just your realness. You know, number one, it's vulnerable. Okay? I mean, to be able to walk into the school like that, yeesh, you know, I don't think I could do that. But I love being able to be like that with you. And I, I really hope that you can find, you know, that someone God wants to be that person you can be with. But he also wants to give you a buddy. I know he does. We weren't meant to walk alone by ourselves. But being able to be real us and, you know, yeah, there's some acne happening here, what have you. You know, but being mm-hmm. okay with it. It's the same thing with being okay with it. I could simply look into the mirror and say to myself, wowzer, I'm on Shazenfields. That's like Mount Fuji. You're just, what is going on here? You know what I mean? What is, what, what's happening? In this, you're so ugly. I could say that. I choose to say, right. you know what, guys, honestly, it's not too bad. You know, sure, I can use a scrub down and an exfoliation and a, you know, a treatment, what have you, can't afford it. But I choose to look and say, hey, listen, yeah, it could be improved, okay? There's always room for improvement. The same in your Christian life, your spiritual life. Yeah, it can be improved. Be happy with where you're at. It's okay to be real and to show that. And I, I just, and in, in that is healing. In that is where Christ wins because people are be able to say, listen, this is me. This is my big boil on my face. God loves me so much. He still sent his son to die for me just like this. And then that gives somebody permission to, to strip off that makeup that's or to strip off whatever is on their face to really show you that, hey, this is me. You know, and just like any wound or right. anything, if I touch it, it's getting worse. But if you scrub it and you keep it clean, these are the things that are healing in your life spiritually and on my face. You know, this is real life right now. It's not like I'm talking to you like the actor on Proactive. All right, we're right now, you know, there's an acne situation. And the same in your life. And so I love that you and I can look at each other and still see beauty. I see nothing but gorgeous, angelic beauty when I look at you. And I know you see the same for me because you tell me all the time. And God mm-hmm. sees us that way. And so I love seeing glimpses of grace in you specifically. It's just beautiful. And I won't even put those blinders on because I want to see it all the time. I want to be glad <laughs> Well, and can I okay, tell you, too, that when like you share, too. when you share your, oh, crud, yeah, we got to go soon. Um, when you yeah, share yeah. your struggles with me, not only does it remind me that I'm not alone, but like I told you earlier, I draw from your courage. Because if you didn't share <clears> with me, and I didn't know what was going on, and I didn't see you on the battlefield fighting the same fight, then I could really be tempted to get discouraged a lot sooner. And instead, I find myself saying, you know what, God? 
I, I pray for my friend Jessica, who's in this with me. I know she's in the thick of it. I know we're both bloody and beaten and not not physically, <clears throat> disclaimer, not physically, no phone calls necessary to any um, authorities. We're not <laughs> physically bloody and beaten. I probably should have um, said that. Just had to clarify. But when we internally, or yeah, internally that. bleeding, now I'm getting us into more trouble. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Wayne. Sorry, Mike. Uh, when we... <laughs> When we inside our hearts and our souls and our minds, when we are so bogged down and just bruised and beaten by the world and the family demands and bills and dreams unforeseen and all of these things, when you tell me, okay, so Laura, I'm having a bad day, you say, look, I don't want to bring you down. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. That's when you're jumping in the ditch going, hey, I'm right here with you. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you what just happened to me. Okay, and then we're sharing war stories, right? And I draw from your courage. I'm like, hey, check it out. And plus, plus, here's the thing. I'm a little bit competitive, a little bit, or a lot, maybe. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an oldest child, so I'm a lot competitive. And I'm like, okay, well, she hasn't broken yet. Neither am I. I can do this. I posted on my Facebook wall last night. She believed she could, so she did. Because that just spoke volumes to me yesterday when I saw it. And... I need to know that you're struggling because if I didn't, I couldn't share my struggles. But in that being real and in taking the makeup off and being like, check out the zit that's going on today or check out the hair that's going on my face that right now my vision is good enough to pluck it. My husband says to me the other day, this is how real it's going to get and people will never hire us again. Or they'll be like, hey, can we get Jessica only, please? <laughs> we don't want hairy face. What up, um, chin, so, what up chin hairs? Yeah. Yeah, so there's this one. Just, and he goes, my husband says to me, he goes, you know, eventually you're going to get old enough you won't even be able to see well enough to pluck it. I was like, mark my word. I got mark you, my girl. word, you bury me at that you, point. Girl. See, you would need a friend who can pluck. Will you pluck for me? Because I'm going to need it when I can't see anymore. I got you. Anytime, friend. I will wax that thing for you because I love you like that. <laughs> I love you. But you know what's so great is that that's the realness. That's the zit. That's the chin hair that we're talking about where you can say, hey, check this out. And then it's almost like it's a great time to one-up somebody. Yeah? Well, look how I messed up. <laughs> you know? And it is really awesome. And in that, you got ten loads of laundry. I got twelve. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh but here's gosh. the beautiful oh thing: Satan wants us to live life alone. God meant for us always to live life as a community. He meant for that. Yeah. He chose twelve disciples. He didn't even pick just one person. Jesus Himself, Jesus and God incarnate, chose twelve men to walk around and to train and to to disciple and to help Him. And if Jesus himself needed 12 people around him, don't you dare ever feel embarrassed for needing to make one phone call or one email to the Christian Comedy mm-hmm. Chicks. Hey, you need two friends? Send us one email, and boom, you've already got your first two. And some women recently have done that. They've been writing to us saying, look, we've never written before, but now we are. We've been listening since the beginning, and we just had to tell you guys. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Count Those, are of grace. Your list. Those are glimpses of grace for us. Those are glimpses yeah. of awesome grace. That is the most beautiful thing because at the end of the day, I don't need a paycheck. You know what I mean? Well, do I need one? I mean, the point is, <laughs> I feed and thrive on that. That is so beautiful. I feel like God said, here's your job. And when it comes back, I, Laura and I are laughing about this, like whenever we're tested by God, listen, nobody's looking for an A+. Plus, okay, I'm looking for a good C, maybe a C+. Plus, okay? I just, I just want to pass the test, all right? Nobody's trying to ace anything around here. But I just love that. I mean, these glimpses of, of God saying, hey, it's almost, I don't know, it's like this hug I get from him where he's like, yeah, you know, you see that, you mm-hmm. know, chin hair you showed? That's why. That's why you showed it. 
so that you could point to me and say that I am the source of your joy. I am the source of your grace because you are God. I mean, and I, I love showing our real because it shows you that, listen, I am not on a speedboat right now telling you about my joy, which I probably have joy in a speedboat too. Please don't count me out. But it's joy, it's joy in the midst of hot dogs. It's joy in the midst of bucket hot dogs. That's got to be a challenge. We are in a, we are in a duct tape canoe with one oar, and we're like, let's go. We can do this. <laughs> and, you know, we can Rose. laugh, but I love that we can share those things. And here's why we share them, because, man, life is tough sometimes. But then you hear us laugh whenever we're together, because that is our glimpse of grace, is knowing that we're not alone and knowing that we have God, we have each other. Yes. And knowing that it's not always going to be like this. We're going to eventually hit like a sandbar and be able to just shove through the mud and get a really good head start. Maybe find ourselves a second oar floating around in the water somewhere. And we know that it's not always going to be what it is now. And life is all about seasons. So if you're in a tough season, God bless you. And God be with you today. It's not going to be forever. Your glimpse of grace might be today and us reminding you, hey, we're in it too. But it's not always going to be this way. And we rejoice with you in what God has ahead. Yes. Oh, man, I tell you what, this too shall pass. Laura and I like to play this game. Some people play the game, like, if I won a million dollars, what would I do? Eh, no, that's not legit. Laura and I love this game. We're always like, when we get to heaven, it starts like that. When we get to heaven, <laughs> you know, first of all, we're going to be bunk mates. Know this. We're going to have, like, right, bunks, you're precious. We're going to have, like, matching, you know, million-dollar condos. I don't know what the situation is. We're going to be flying. You're going to prune my wings. I'm going to make sure no hair is growing off your wings. It's going to be amazing. I mean, <laughs> peace. Not one bit of anything, you know. I won't even mention all the other benefits of heaven, but they're awesome. Right? And that's the kind of joy God wants us to have right now is that promise of knowing, you know, that we're going to be with him in eternity. But he doesn't just want it there. He really has it for you here. I promise. I mean, so I love right. that this too shall pass because we're we're not even on the past part. We're like, this too. And then, anyway. We should get to the past. Yes. Well, hey, find us on Facebook and Twitter. You'll be able to replay the show yes. from our Twitter link and ChristianComedyChicks.com. You can book us. We would love to come. Okay. We pluck chin hair. 